Hello there, and welcome to For Your Pleasure. This is your host, Mercy West, uh, companion and adult talent. Um, and today I'm just going to be answering some fan questions. Some of these may have already been answered, and I'm just going to elaborate a little more on them. And some of them haven't been answered. Um, I will mention if they were asked by a specific person who wants to be acknowledged, but most of them are anonymous. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining me. <clears throat> so let's, let's see here. The first question I have is one that was asked yesterday on My Curious Cat, and I thought it was really cute. <laughs> um, it is asked by Anonymous, and it says, I have a huge crush on you, but I don't know how to get Senpai to notice me. <laughs> well, thank you for having a crush on me and for being what I assume is a fan. And uh, yeah, the best way to get me to notice you really is just interact with me over the internet. Um, of course, this is if you are of age and generally over the age of 20. Um, uh, and yeah, just, you know, interact with some of my posts, stuff like that. Um, as far as getting to know me personally, I uh, unfortunately don't really meet people from online um, just to become friends um, or, you know, I'm not and I'm not really looking for relationships um, over the Internet. So, you know, uh, crush means different things to different people. But, yeah, we can totally interact over the Internet. And, hey, I might even flirt with you. <laughs> Let's see here. I have a question here about from Anonymous, and it says, I'm curious, as a sex worker, do you ever meet clients that develop a real connection or friendship with you, even if it's maintained only within the confines of paid appointments? If so, how do you manage those feelings? And if not, are you able to flip a switch that separates physical connection and mental and emotional connection? Well, thank you, Anonymous, for the question. And I think, for me, it's very, very easy to separate um, work from uh, friendships and from emotional connections. Uh, just because, you know, that's what it that's what it is for me. It's work, and I, I enjoy it very much, and I meet some very lovely people. And um, it's it's just one of those things for me i really have to set a boundary of pretty much assuring that i'm not going to develop um an intense emotional relationship uh with with a person that i see um for work reasons or you know a person that is my suitor um and you know i am happy to to go out to lunch to to go on dinner dates to just meet up to say hello um and be compensated for that and that doesn't mean that I'm not enjoying it that doesn't mean that I'm not excited to see you um, it's just a healthy boundary that our uh, interaction has and so there isn't really a switch that I flip so to speak um, it's more of a, a healthy boundary that I've set for myself and know that I'm not um, not gonna break anytime soon <laughs> Good question. Let's see here. 
I'm gonna pick another random question. Okay, here's a question that someone asked me not too long ago, and it says, what is the screening process in order to work with you on adult projects? This is something that I get asked a lot, um, and it comes down to there really isn't a screening process. You have to be in the industry. I, I mean, sure, there's a screening process in the sense of I would like recommendations from other performers, um, but as far as shooting videos, um, or creating content with civilian folks uh, that I don't know, haven't known prior um, to them emailing me, it's just not going to happen. I, I don't really, um, you know, I only act with professional actors or aspiring actors that, um, you know, are working to get their foot in the door, uh, not just people who, who want to see me act up close um, and get it on camera. <laughs> so if that makes sense um, at all. But, but yeah, so if you're a civilian, you're not looking to get in the industry, you're not looking to show your face and have an online presence, we're most likely not going to be able to work together. Um, let's see here. The next question is also from Anonymous. It says, do you watch your own videos for enjoyment or to be more critical, like to improve your work somehow? I do watch my own videos. I really, really like watching my own videos with partners. I think it's super sexy because, the, you know, I'll talk to someone over the phone before and after I shoot a scene and I'll talk all about it. And then when I get home, we get to sit and watch what I was talking about and fool around while we're watching it. And it's just super hot because I get to relive the memory. I get to see how I look on camera and sort of critique my work and my partner gets to have a lot of fun and see me be with another person. <laughs> um, do I like naked cuddles? Was asked by Anonymous and the answer is yes. I absolutely love naked cuddles. I offer cuddling as a service. Um, not everybody, you know, needs an extremely intense or um, physical interaction uh, to feel to feel satisfied. Some people just you know want to cuddle and want to connect physically in some way um, because that's something that's very you know natural to to human nature. And I I've done so many cuddling dates and really they're just they're the great like they're great just watching a movie cuddling up, maybe like ordering a pizza. It's, it's wonderful. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> What's the next question here? Asked by Anonymous, and this is a very important one and I'm probably gonna do a whole nother segment on this because I feel very strongly about it. <clears throat> does, uh, Anonymous asks, does it really matter what other people think about you? And I know that seems like a very simple question and I know the simple answer is no. And there's not really always a simple answer to stuff. I mean, you should care what people think about you sometimes because sometimes your actions are unnecessary or negative or hurtful to other people. But if that's not the case, uh, then you really shouldn't care what other people think, honestly. Um, and even then, sometimes the right action for you can be hurtful to other people at the time. Um, and you just have to realize that your well-being 
um, and your mental health is is more important than possibly not shaking another person's view of reality or who you are. Um, when it comes down to it, no. You shouldn't care what other people think. You shouldn't care what society thinks. You should do what you want to do. You should do what makes you happy because, yeah, we're all going to die. Um, I know that's that's much easier said than done. I, I understand that. Uh, again, I don't have the time to really elaborate on how I'm able to not give a shit about what other people think. Um, but really, it takes practice and it takes time, and I'm still working on it. I still have issues in my everyday life when it comes to feeling judged or, you know, feeling like I, I may fail or come, or, or come short in certain areas, um, come up short in certain areas that, you know, other people don't. And, you know, what do people think of me and this and that? And really, in the end, it doesn't matter. And the people around you who love you are the ones that matter. And the ones that, you know, you should really only care what they think. And even then, sometimes they aren't helpful when it comes to uh, you needing to move forward and do things for yourself. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, let's move on to another question here. Here we go. What's the best resource of information for starting your own independent porn website? How much do you pay providers? And what's fair, etc.? I already answered this question, but I'll go over it a little more. Um, providers and performers are two different things. And so I definitely recommend looking up the info, knowing the lingo um, before you contact a performer to ask questions. And yes, I am a performer and I am a provider. I am both, and that's not the case with everyone. Uh, oh, and as far as how much to pay, again, all that information can be found online, and when you start getting to the point where you want to pay talent, asking around, asking other professional folks that you know. If you don't know any professional folks, then I recommend you trying to make some friends. Um, but yeah, when it comes down to it, the internet. The internet, all the information is out there. I didn't have someone that took me under their wing. I didn't have someone that set things up for me or that guided me. I literally just started reading articles and it was all trial and error and I'm still working on it. <laughs> Thank you for that question, Anonymous. Here's another question from Anonymous. What's the grossest, dirtiest thing you've ever done in porn? Um, and I will just reiterate my initial response on Curious Cat. Fucked your dad. Fucking your dad was the grossest thing I've ever done in porn. Moving on. Here's a good one that I answered, but I'd like to elaborate on a little more. Would you ever take... Anonymous asks, would you ever take part in extreme whipping porn, such as those on mood pictures and elite pain, where women are whipped until severe wounds are made? My initial answer was, sorry, but I won't be receiving any severe wounds for any websites anytime soon. Not for all the money in the world. I would never let someone do that to me. And I don't like to beat the shit out of people like that. It's not worth it. <laughs> so I get these kind of questions all the time. I get questions um, where guys are asking if I would do certain things that are just like completely out of the realm of consensual BDSM. And I think receiving deep wounds from a whipping um, 
qualifies as something that I think is outside of the regular of the realm of consensual and healthy BDSM. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of people see the intense BDSM videos that we do and think that there's more going on than there is, think that our reactions are completely genuine and not acted at all, which of course most of my reactions are genuine. But yeah, you want to play it up for the screen. I cry a little extra, I thrash a little more, because obviously that's what guys want, or the people that are watching the porn, that's what they want, but <laughs> it's just like any other work day when I show up on a set like that, and I know exactly what's going to happen, and I know I'm going to be able to walk away, maybe have a few bruises or red marks, but I'm not going to be permanently scarred, I'm not going to be permanently damaged. Um, and yes, accidents can happen, things do happen. I have a few scars here and there from mishaps. Asking a performer to receive wounds or um, be actually physically hurt to the point where they would need to go to the doctor, have wounds mended, you know, stuff like that. Just don't, don't do it and don't expect it from people. And go ahead and watch your videos and, you know, have fun with that, but don't don't expect people to, to harm themselves and permanently scar themselves for your boner. <laughs> um, I think we have time here for one more question. Do do do. Let's see here. Okay, I have a good one here. Anonymous asks. I hope this isn't a stupid question, but how do sex scenes work? Do you brainstorm ideas, a scenario, etc., or do you just go with the feel that's right at the moment? And the answer is it's both, just like on a regular movie set. Some people might do more improv type acting and directing where they give <clears throat> the performers a basic scenario and then let them improv throughout and just sort of you know make it so that it can have a natural flow just sort of speaking how you would normally speak but no set script um that's how i like to perform personally i i'm not the best at memorizing lines so if i have a little leeway here and there to maybe flub up a line or to change phrasing um it'll sound a lot more natural coming from me rather than just having me repeat exact lines um, and as far as scenarios go, people who watch porn like the scenarios. I, I could really care less, I just like the fucking. So I'll come up with a scenario. We'll, I usually brainstorm with the performer and we'll find something that we both find amusing or sexy or something we've both wanted to do and then we'll do it. But really the best part about those types of interactions are that uh, you can just meet up with a person and you can come up with a million different scenarios and sit there and then just decide, oh, maybe we should just like fuck and not have a scenario. <laughs> and then we can just, you know, sell it as a sex tape. And boom, there you go. The work's done for you. But of course, there's always a lot of brainstorming. Sometimes there are scripts. Sometimes it's, you know... Uh, improvisational very off the cuff uh, so yeah just anything that really goes on in a regular set movie set it, it, there's gonna be an equivalent that goes on on the porn set and let's see for the last question here I'll leave you guys with something juicy my folks want something good um, 
<laughs> Do I have a college degree? Let's talk about that. Thank you for asking, Anonymous even though it's none of your business. <laughs> My answer is no, I do not. I went to college for about two years and it really wrecked me. I figured out that it's not really my learning style, sitting in a class, uh, just having to regurgitate information that was taught earlier in the day and just having to fill out work worksheets. Um, attending class regularly, just like a regular nine to five job was difficult for me. Um, I have various issues with anxiety, IBS, um, doctor's appointments that I have to keep up with that I, I need to go be able to go to whenever I can. I, I can't wait a week or two because of my work schedule. I'm sure I'll eventually go back uh, to do some take some classes, uh, you know, learn some about some stuff that I like. I definitely won't be going back for a degree though. Um, I do love learning, and that's why I'll go why I'll go back. But I won't go back to somehow repair, you know, the damage that the the stigma of not being a college graduate has um, has done to me. I'm I'm fine with that. If someone doesn't want to interact with me, see me on a date, be my friend because I didn't sit in the right chairs in the right big room and listen to some fucking person who thought they were better than everyone else spout off, you know, the information they think that we should know for whatever fucking chosen field. Like, I just don't care. I've met too many professors personally and I mean, it's the same with doctors and stuff too. Like, they're not special. They're just normal people that have read more books. Like, uh, they're just most of the time, like, doctors most of the time are making educated guesses, and professors most of the time are spinning a wheel and throwing a, throwing a fucking dart at the wall to figure out what they're going to teach you next, because fields are always changing, texts are always changing, ideas are always evolving, so I just, I didn't have enough respect for the institution, I guess, um, and the, uh, the weight that uh, American society puts on it. Plus, I just spent most of my time like eyeballing professors I wanted to fuck and like flirting with hot students. Like I, <laughs> it was fine. I did okay. I just, again, I have so many better things to do with that chunk of my life, honestly. And all the people that I've met that have gone for degrees, None of them talk about it enthusiastically. None of them talk about it like it changed their life for the better or that they would be in a way worse off place if they didn't have it. So just let that sizzle around in your brain for a little bit. I don't know. Thanks for listening. I will have better prepared questions next time. Uh, if you'd like to ask me a question, feel free to shoot it up on my curious cat or send me an email at mercywest at protonmail.ch and maybe you'll hear your question on the next installment. Thanks again for listening and I hope you have a lovely day.